Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters, and all your fears of clowns are justified for once. Uh, and parenting. I'm, yes, yes. I'm Zach, and joining me this week, uh, we have our buddy Greg. Hey, everybody. Uh, and also, we have our buddy Luke. It's me. And that's it, because it got weird this week. And a bunch Everyone ditched you. <laughs> yeah, all your friends abandoned you. <laughs> everybody ditched me i went out i was like oh i got invited to a friend's house for a few afternoon drinks i'm gonna go do that and come back and have a great time and while i was there i got a bunch of text messages that were like i can't come and i briefly thought the whole thing fell apart but greg and luke stepped in to be good good buddies and we're going to talk about an excellent episode of power ranger zeo um i think i Uh okay here's the thing I don't have a talking about things this week because nothing the happened fuck? in power. Well, I have. Well, I, I, I've got some news. Okay. Well, that's where I was actually going to go is because I couldn't find any. I was going to go to my old standby of Greg. Have any Power Rangers related things happened to you since you were on the podcast last? Yeah. And I'm actually kind of upset because they just announced that uh, Billy is going to be at Halcon and I don't have a ticket for Halcon. Okay. What is Halcon? Uh, it's a, conve- it's a like geeky, nerdy convention in Halifax, Nova Scotia. They have it every year. I think it's on its seventh or eighth year. Okay. Uh, so this year they've got Billy Boyd. From Lord of the Rings, LeVar Burton, uh, Sally, the actress's name is escaping me, but she played she played uh, Supergirl on Smallville. Okay. Uh, John DeLancey. And then they just announced that uh, David, Yost. Bill, David Yost, Billy, is going to, it was like a last minute announcement because they had Trisha Helfer from Battlestar. Okay. Who had to pull out. So then they started reaching out to a bunch of celebrities and David Yost had actually mentioned that he wanted to come to this convention so they must have done something behind the scenes really fast and maybe they didn't have the it. funds for him but then they yeah. did all of a sudden okay 
That yeah. makes sense. So they, they announced that on Thursday, and of course I saw that, and immediately was like, fuck. Is that after so. the tickets were already sold out? They, they've got some, because it's a three-day convention. Uh, the, I think they've got some single-day stuff, but for me, it's also like a two-and-a-half-hour drive just okay. to get there. Yeah. Uh, so between the cost of a ticket and the drive, unfortunately, it wouldn't have worked out for me. Yeah, uh, And it's actually sense. next weekend, which is really short notice. So That's a bummer that it's cool that he's going. I hate it when yes. it's stuff like this happens so last minute that you can't really make your decision based off of it. Um, yeah. But Hey, cool. So if you're in how, well, actually by the time you hear this, I, it'll already have happened, but there you go. <laughs> if you live in Halifax, Billy Cranston was there briefly. There you go. That's our I news. I was going to ask week. him about the rad bug. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he remembers what the rad bug is? Oh, probably oh, not. <laughs> I wonder if enough people have asked him that he like now remembers, but right, yeah, that's that. I mean, I, well, you know, that'd be a pretty good question. I mean, listen, I'm mm-hmm. not an actor. I feel like if I had to uh, constantly f- talk about a stupid fucking bug with a bunch of pipes attached to it, <laughs> I'd probably remember it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is is more frustrating, being a a an actor who's known for like one TV show or being a musician that's known for a one hit wonder. Uh, I'm going to say the actor thing, because if you're a musician with a one hit wonder, that probably means people, most people just don't know you and you can just kind of like fade into the crowd. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. But also on the other hand, I don't think people are going to, ask you forever to reprise your like role on the TV show you were on 20 years ago, but people are definitely going to ask you to play that one song forever. Yeah, but they're really not. If you're a one hit wonder, you're not big enough for them to care. I guess so. A lot of those guys do end up like, you know, playing like county fairs forever, but they don't have to, they could go do something else, I guess. Like, like related. The thing that always hits me is like, Oh geez. Is if you're, like, a really big band and one of your most famous songs was on, like, your first album. And it's like, you're a 45-year-old adult and everyone still wants to hear this, like... Like, imagine if you wrote a poem when you were 17 and everyone keeps making you recite it. Yeah, that's true. That would be... That's a nightmare. (laughs) I was uh, looking at some One Hit Wonder stuff recently and... The worst is when you're a One Hit Wonder for a cover... Like Alien oh, Ant sure. Farm, Ooh. who was like a one-hit wonder from cover of a Michael Jackson song. Yeah. And that's gotta suck. Like, play this version of a song that you didn't even write. Do it. Do it yeah, forever. Yeah. yeah, that's a bummer. I did like that song when it came it's out. It's actually a really good cover. I re-listened yeah. to it recently when I saw this list. I don't remember where the list was of like one-hit wonders. I was like, man, that cover just fucking goes. And yeah. it's fun. Uh, I mean, it's not necessarily as good as the original, but... Well, no, I mean, there's a lot of people who think it's better than the original. It's, it's got just, a it's good not... fucking riff, though. It's just got a... It's very fun. Uh, the video for it's kind of fun, too. Yeah, just a bunch, just like every reference you can pack into a, a three-minute video. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, cool. That's neat that he'll be there. Um, yeah, I don't have... Like, Luke, you, you got all huffy, but, like, I've tried to look... And I saw one thing that said, like, 
There's a, so there's a headline on comicbook.com that says Hasbro reveals live Power Rangers entertainment event. And I was like, oh, that couldn't be sort of neat to talk about. There was going to uh, be that Ninja Steel related uh, like live show that they announced and then canceled. And I read through it. And literally all it says is Hasbro's Casey Collins spoke at the brand licensing Europe event where he touched on plans for Hasbro's newly acquired Power Rangers franchise franchise. Casey said Hasbro is planning a Power Rangers live entertainment event for June 20th and June 21st and went into no further detail. Okay, well, A, <laughs> you read that story on here anyway. Okay. B, <laughs> B you you cut down calling it more fact newsable. It's talking about things. You like you don't have an excuse to not have something. Okay, fine. I talked about that thing, but that's literally it. It's it, I love the idea of like announce and I understand it's for like a brand event. And that stuff is not the same as, you know, talking to the fans. But we're going to do a thing on this date is like the vaguest fucking possible thing you could do. I don't like what I don't even understand what effect that would have on your like, you know, brand awareness or or stock or anything like we're going to do a thing. Okay, (laughs) but I'm saying like, again, you called this segment talking about things, and I fought. A, I fought you on that, and I lost that fight. <laughs> but at this point, if you don't have any Power Rangers news, just what, what fucking sandwich have you eaten lately? Um, that's a thing. I had a, I had a real good. Oh, I went to Tampa for work, which was. Oh, why shut I was, up! I don't actually care. Let's move on. No, now I'm going to talk about sandwiches because you started this. I there went, is one other Power Rangers thing that you could okay, mention. Okay, Greg, go ahead. Uh, the Titanium Ranger in uh, Lightspeed Rescue just got released on Legacy Wars. Yeah, the Power Rank, the mobile fighting game Legacy Wars actually they actually also introduced the Yellow Hyperforce Ranger, who's the which char- I love. Who is the character that um, Paul Paul? Oh my God, Schreier. Paul Schreier, who plays Bulk, plays on Hyperforce. Um, so they've they've actually released some like deep cut stuff recently, which is neat. That's pretty cool. Now, let me tell you about this sandwich. So I went to Tampa for work, and there's this- I tried, Luke. I'm sorry. There's this little, <laughs> there's this little Italian like um, eatery, and you're not fighting me anymore, which makes this less interesting. Anyway, I got a good sandwich. <laughs> That's it. You, Luke, no, 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 no. You uh, wanted this. <laughs> Give me so the details. Much. Make up your mind. God damn you it. You need to know what was in the sandwich. It Zach. was like every cold- uh, it was a cold Italian sub, but it had like every Italian mm-hmm. meat in it, like mortadella, uh, capricola. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's mm-hmm. that really mm-hmm. thin, like cured ham that's really expensive? Oh, is it? It's not prosciutto. Prosciutto, is it? yeah, prosciutto, yes. and then like just a slab of unmelted mozzarella and like eighty fucking uh, sun dried tomatoes on it. And it was like seven dollars, okay. and I ate it. And I know that the joke is like, "Oh boy, that sandwich is going to give me a heart attack." But I literally like was concerned that my chest was tightening after I ate the sandwich. You understand that's not how health works. I know right? it's not how it works, mm. but it made me it made me worried for my well being. And then I went back and got it again the second day because it was very good. That's it. It's just it was a good sandwich. That's talking about sandwiches. Did you guys have any good sandwiches lately? Uh, I went to a Jersey Mike's for the first time about Jersey a week ago. Jersey Mike's is pretty good for a chain sandwich place. For a chain sandwich place, yeah, like it's not like you know. 
when you order like a roast beef sandwich and they take out a hunk of beef and just put it on a meat slice, it's like, oh, fancy. I was sadly yes. I haven't had a sandwich in forever. So. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jersey yeah. Mike's is pretty good. I like it. It's definitely I made a turkey sandwich last night. Just Ooh. at home, you just made one like of yeah, processed yeah, turkey or real like, turkey. I had some like uh, you know some sliced turkey. Okay. Uh, sli- sliced cheese on there, some mayo, some brown mustard, some pickle, some what kind some of cheese? Bacon. You had me up until pickle. Ah, uh, well, uh, it was. It was like American cheese, but not like the fucking like wrapped ones. It was like, oh, we're I know it's craft, but we're making it seem fancy. There's I actually had like a deli American cheese, which yeah. is pretty good. I feel like craft singles killed American cheese in people's brains, but it's like a cheddar it's like a cheddar blend, right? It's like ch- Oh, here's the other thing though. Craft singles are fine. Stop being an elitist Th- about your fucking f- bologna sandwiches. They're fine for like <laughs> the They're fine for like what you p- are supposed to put them on. But if you yeah. put them on like a roast beef sandwich, I'm going to be like, "Why are you doing this?" Well, yeah, I wouldn't put like <laughs> Yeah, that's the wrong kind of cheese. Yeah, agreed. But like for like a cold like like a turkey or a ham or a bologna, they're fine. Get over yourself. I have I have craft singles opinions. We've got craft singles up here, and they're fine for like grilled cheese and stuff. Are you gonna? I was. Do does Canada call them craft dinner singles? <laughs> There's just that. Damn it! I just don't understand why you guys call craft mac and cheese craft dinner. It's very confusing. What you mean for dinner. We can actually use it as a dinner. You, it's but, dinner brought to you by craft. Yeah, but exactly. But that's like calling that's like calling a cheeseburger lunch. Like this is lunch. No, it's yeah, a cheeseburger. Yeah, you know what? It's it's not a burger, lunch. burger. I'm gonna call it beef lunch. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a very weird. Anyway, it's fine. I don't hate it or anything. I just it's it's strange. Okay, mm-hmm. that's enough. Uh, that's enough bullshit. <laughs> I don't have any more sandwich opinions really. Sam- I like sandwiches. They're good, despite the fact that I don't like bread. I like sandwiches. So what if we started a new segment that was just all about like cheeses and we called it craft work? I mean, I... I just had a funny pun in my head. Yeah, that's pretty good. The problem is most cheeses aren't really associated with craft. That's fine. I mean, whatever. (laughs) It's just a name. Maybe no matter how you slice it. Oh, fuck me. That's really good. (laughs) What's your your favorite cheese, Greg? You first. Uh, I like like Swiss myself. Swiss is good. Luke? Yeah, Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. Like... See, ah, that's such a, it's a context-dependent question. What's your favorite cheese for sandwiches? For sandwiches, uh, probably like cheddar. Yeah, that's good. Mine's pepper jack. If it was just overall cheese, I might say brie, because it's good. But don't put brie on a sandwich. Which cheddar, though? Are we talking like a mild cheddar? Like a Well, again, like it's just, you know, hey, they can all be good in their own way. This is, I. Uh, Provolone, that's a good one. Provolone's good. This is one of those segments where, like, I feel like whenever one of these happens, I'm like, God, uh-huh. I can feel us losing listeners. And then right, people yeah, write absolutely. in. But, but I thought that when whenever Lexi makes us talk about cute animals and then everyone's right. just like, 
In fact, I literally have an email asking Lexi what cute animals she's seen lately, but she's not Turns on this out, episode. Most of the listeners to our Power Rangers podcast don't really give a shit about Power Rangers, <laughs> much so, like me. So there you go. I hope you enjoyed our cheese opinions. I also really like Brie, but it doesn't really go on a sandwich. No, so. that'd be mm. well. Yeah, I mean, listen, I've just I've I've watched Twin Peaks for the first time. They eat Brie sandwiches and that. Like, after Thanksgiving, you can have a brie, turkey, and, like, cranberry sandwich, but not- They just eat- They just have a baguette that they put brie and butter on, and they treat it like it's the best sandwich anyone's ever made. That's fucked up. That's weird. (laughs) I don't like that. That's not- What? Turkey, brie, cranberry? Yeah, it's like the leftovers from Thanksgiving. And you make fun of us for calling Kraft Dinner, Kraft Dinner. Wait, do you not use cranberry sauce at Thanksgiving? We do, but we don't put it on a sandwich. I mean, why not? If it's good on a plate, why isn't it good on bread? I mean, the other alternative is you just eat those things together on a plate, but then you just put them on bread and it's the same, but easier. Yeah, but it's it's going to make the bread all soggy. Well, you don't it, don't waste any time. Get to work on that sandwich. Yeah, just eat it fast. It's fine. It'll be all right. Eat it as quickly as possible, like we just all do. Just shove it all into your mouth and swallow it so you can see the silhouette of the sandwich in your throat like a cartoon character. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Okay, great. So now that uh, Luke has advocating eating sandwiches whole like a python, let's yes. move on to the episode. Uh this is season one, episode five of Power Rangers Zeo for crying out loud. Uh, and we open on Lieutenant Stone with a big old bottle of ketchup and... How dare you know we don't? <laughs> Sorry, it's a bottle of catsup. Is that what, there you, you, were, go. Is that mm. what you were complaining about? It was. Okay, where, the f- where do people use this? Is like, it's not a regional thing, is it? It's just... What? The, the spelling of ketchup, C-A-T-S-U-P. Who the fuck Let me Google this? it. Okay. Catsup versus ketchup. I don't... I feel like catsup is probably what it used to be called, and ketchup was, like, the kind of, like, lazy sort of colloquial way it was said, and then, like, it just fell out of favor to call I've catsup. I've seen that it spelled that way, but never, like, never normally. It's always weird. Let's yeah. see. I'm on writingexplained.org. Exactly, do you spell everyone's favorite French fry condiment? Is it catsup or ketchup? Some people say their taste is different. Some say their ingredients are different, and some say they're exactly the same. What's the truth? Uh, catsup and ketchup are two different spellings of the same condiment, which today is a westernized version of a condiment first introduced to European traders in the late 17th century. During their time trading in the Far East, British sailors of the 1600s developed a taste for the delicious treat we now call ketchup, and began exporting it to the West. The word itself is thought to come from the Cantonese ketchup, or the Malai Kehau. Oh, this was a mistake on my part. <laughs> Both of which refer to a kind of fish sauce. Ketchup was originally a paste made from fermented fish guts. Yes, it's come a long way. That's so, th- so that's not this, though. That's not... No. You can't say that. You can't say, <laughs> like, yeah, this tomato paste used to be fish paste. That's a different thing. Well, no, I can see it being a thing. Oh, this article's very long, but I can see it being a thing where, like... Oh, it's a condiment made out of, like, fish paste. Oh, you know what? We're going to innovate on it make it tomato fish paste. You know what? Actually, we can probably just hold the fish, actually. But that's then that's a different thing. You can't call no. it the same thing. Well, they did, and we do. <laughs> okay. You know what? I will say, Luke, when you were reading that, I got flashbacks to when you read the descriptions of games on Let's Plays. 
Well, there you go. <laughs> so let's see when to use catsup. Given the widespread preference of ketchup over catsup, there's really only one reason to still use catsup in your writing. If the product name includes catsup in its spelling, you obviously want to use the correct name of the company's product. In such a case, catsup would be serving as a proper noun. So I think, yeah, I think I was right. I think it used to be catsup and it just slowly mutated into ketchup. Yeah, I, I just. The you mentioned briefly, like some people say they're two different things. That's the like. Can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine being the person on that hill who's like, no, ketchup is a different. It's you know, I don't know, like whole tomato it's like chunks in the there. The whole difference between mustard and Dijon. Oh mustard. wait, no, no. Okay, no, I found it. I found what the the thing is. Okay. Uh, we're talking about Heinz. Let's see, Heinz, a name now synonymous with ketchup, was actually somewhat of a latecomer to the tomato-based ketchup industry. Okay. The company did not release its own branded ketchup until 1867, well into the 19th century. Its original branding was Heinz Tomato Catsup, but... Sometime in the 1880s, the company rebranded itself as Heinz Tomato Ketchup as a way to stand out from its competition. It's just a brand name of catsup that became so popular. It's like a Kleenex situation. That's awesome. I love it. Okay, great. Perfect. This was worth it. Yes. Uh, so I actually have a friend who works for a tissue paper company, and they're like, don't call it Kleenex. It's tissue paper. Yeah, I bet. Right? That makes perfect sense. They would obviously not want you to call it that. But, uh... In any case, uh, you know, we should also be clear. It says tomato ketchup, catsup, but it's like, it's one of those we didn't pay the brand. So right. it's on a piece of paper that we wrote it on and then stapled it to the to the. Oh bottle. my God. Do you think that Heinz has that trademark? So you have to pay them if you want to have something that actually says ketchup? ketchup on it? No, I don't think so. I think it is like, you know how they always say like, oh, please don't call any tissue paper Kleenex because that like... Uh, like corrupts the brand or whatever, because if a brand word becomes like just a normal word, you're no longer allowed to trademark. Yeah, it. that's like the one. Okay. Like, like, um, I know, like Dumpster had a fight. Yeah, because Dumpster is a brand, and they they had to fight to try to keep their trademark, and I think they might have lost it because they did lose it. Yeah. yeah, as of like a year or two ago, Dumpster is no longer a brand word, and they had to like update style guides. It's like, yeah, you can just call it a Dumpster now. It's fine. Yeah, which sucks for uh, them, but yeah, it's yeah. How it goes. Like l- the the three that I've always known is like the big ones for that are Dumpster, Kleenex, and Lego. So the first episode of Power Rangers is now hereby referred to Day of the Trash Receptacle. Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah like if you like, there's you can find a lot of PR that's like, hey, don't call them Legos. They're Lego brand building bricks. Yeah, you know, and, that kind of like, thing. Hey, fuck off! I'm gonna call it Legos. <laughs> um, so uh, Lieutenant Stone has some cats up, and he is waiting for Bulk and Skull, who have not shown up yet. He calls them knuckleheads. Uh, and then here's there's this old joke that I'm sure everyone is familiar with where you can't get ketchup out of a ketchup bottle. Um, sure. But I literally didn't even know that was what they were going for because his acting with this bottle is not very good. Like he just and normally shakes it's it. only with the glass bottles right. that that happened. So he's just I mean. Go ahead. I don't know what you're talking about. He's just sitting there smacking the bottle. What did you think he was doing? I don't, you know, that maybe this one's on me, but I didn't even I think realize that's what they were going for. Uh, we cut to Balkan Skull in their sweet, uh, sweet sidecar motorcycle. Uh, and they're like, well, Lieutenant Stone says, we're not, if we're not here by three, he's going to give us a special surprise assignment. Uh, so Bulk, or sorry, Skull, who's driving, 
um, pulls up to a, a construction sign, uh, and he is attempted to be stopped by some workers, and Skull and Bulk haven't done some really dumb shit in a while. Like, they've done stupid stuff, but yeah. uh, Skull just goes ahead and just drives around this construction site up a hill and through a bunch of pylons and through wet cement, I think, even. Um, good, good call, buddy. Uh, and then, uh, he, he, they end up getting lost, I think, is what's going on. Yeah, they get lost. They wind up at a farm. Yeah, they drive through a barn. They drive through a barn. They're also still covered in wet cement, uh, and they drive directly through a barn and get covered in, like, hay, and- This is like some 90-year-old producer on this show thought it would be fun to recreate a movie from his childhood. It, it, like- I know that, like, the joke is to put yakety sacks over any physical comedy, but it's a yeah. fucking Benny Hill bit. Like, that's what's uh, it happening. It's even older than that. Like, this feels like something from, like, the 30, like, black yeah. and white, like, like 1910, like, an early example of film. They, li- they literally accidentally drive into, a, like, a worker, and they yeah. pick him up, and, like, he's on their bike for a long time, and then they drive through... Th- this... Feels like they were like, man, Bulk and Skull haven't been in the last couple episodes, really. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I was gonna say because the first what five minutes of this episode, we don't see a Power Ranger anywhere. No, it's and and again, like they drive through a, they eventually drive into like a hanging clothesline, and the guy they picked up gets snagged on it and falls off, and oh boy, it's just a bunch of business. And it's I did have a question about that. Mm-hmm. Who hangs up clothes right over mud? I mean, people the same people who carry gi- giant panes of glass across crowded streets basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's the it's like it's like these people who just go to the hilarious comedy bits school and and right. have to be the the ba- the bystanders essentially. Like it, uh, watching Lieutenant Stone with his ketchup bottle, he is very much like like, this is a squeeze bottle, and he is not squeezing it. Yeah. When he does squeeze it, he tries to squeeze the neck of the bottle? So that's yes. what, that, now, yes, that's, in my defense, I didn't know what the fuck he was doing, because no human has ever used a ketchup bottle in this <laughs> manner. Like, it's, it's like they didn't, like, like, there's actually ketchup in there, and they were afraid if he used it like a person, it would just come out. I think out that's and they- what happened, because, yeah, like... <laughs> He, he doesn't squeeze the base ever. He hits no. it, but then he squeezes the neck, and that's not how you catch up bottle at all. Uh, okay, I've got a crazy theory. Okay. He's never had ketchup before. <laughs> yes, oh, yes. It's, it's like an exotic, exotic thing to him for some yes. reason, uh, Lieutenant Stone. Hey, wait, do you think Lieutenant Stone is a recent transfer from Stone Canyon because his name? Yes. And that's oh you oh shit you're right. So maybe like he's he's just he's from Stone Canyon where they don't really have names because they don't need them because they're just like, uh, you know, going around in the rubble. Uh, so they just called him Lieutenant Stone because he's from there and he's never had ketchup, so he doesn't know how to use it. That's my that or do you think that uh he's not because he, you know I mean police lieutenant you know. Or do you think he's actually, like, the original, like, leader of Stone Canyon, which has now been entirely, like, 
uh, like assimilated by Angel Grove, but you know, in respect of his former rank, they've given him the rank of police lieutenant. Yeah, let's Do you say think that. maybe his family like founded Stone Canyon? Oh, could be. Oh, possibly. He's possibly. a descendant. Like, maybe that's why he doesn't just fire Bulk and Skull. Maybe they're not actually cops. They're just, it's all make-believe for Lieutenant Stone's benefit. <laughs> okay, sure. So he's got this fucking bottle, and he's an idiot. And is, he really, like, squeezes the whole, with his whole, like, his face is all scrunched up. All his yeah. power is going into squeezing the neck of a bottle. So even if he's never seen a ketchup bottle before he's stupid that's the main right. problem is it, it doesn't really matter if you've never seen this before that's not how you do this so bulk and skull eventually um get closer to uh uh to wherever lieutenant stone is because that's the thing is i guess lieutenant stone is at the gym and juice bar but they're yeah, but he's on like the patio area right yeah. but they're cutting back and forth between bulk and skull and lieutenant stone in a way that makes it look like they're in th- two different states. It, it like, looks like he is having visions of Bulk and Skull. Yeah, <laughs> like, the the terrain Bulk and Skull are in bears no resemblance to near the Jim and Juice bar, so it's just this extremely obvious cut back and forth yeah. to where... Oh, also, well, I think Bulk even mentions that he's like, I think we're going further away from town. Right. Also, I don't remember where it happened, but at some point they mentioned the brakes aren't working. Skull mentions the brakes aren't working mm-hmm. um, because of all the shit that they drove through. Uh, and yeah, so you're seeing Lieutenant Stone react to Balkan Skull coming closer to him, even though you can't see Balkan Skull. Like, I almost didn't understand what this joke was supposed to be. It's edited so badly is basically and my then point. They almost commit vehicular manslaughter. Yep. Yes. The, you know how we've talked about how Bulk and Skull are cartoon characters? This is <laughs> probably the, like, strongest example of that. Because, yeah. well, first of all, they black out the screen because they can't make this work. Like, right. there's no way to make a man on a motorcycle hitting another person <laughs> work on a small budget without killing them. <laughs> it would be them. funny. Yeah, like, like, the... I think this might be the only time they've ever just straight up, like, not shown the joke because it would kill someone or look completely fake. Um, but yeah, they black out and then you see the wreckage of the bike, uh, and, and all these, like, tables and stuff. And Lieutenant Stone has finally gotten the ketchup out of his bottle because he got hit by a fucking motorcycle. <laughs> Also, yep. thank you for inviting me to another episode with an egg. Yes, dude. What yeah, the I was fuck? gonna say. So there's a there's a chicken, and it like clucks away, and then Bulk spits an egg out of his fa- mouth. And I was gonna say, for once, for one time, they've explained why egg is there. Why is yeah. egg there? Because chicken. Yeah, you at least get that for once. I also, you know, I bring. We mentioned this, but I actually have a theory. Thinking back on. The whole power egg thing. Okay, but yeah. We can so, talk about that with the comics thing. Okay, if sure. If we ever do that. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I, I do, for listeners who've been like, hey, are you still doing that uh, Shattered Grid episode? Yes, I've just been super busy with what with two hurricanes in a month hitting me. I just haven't had time. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, um, we do get to, uh, uh, Bulk and Skull get their. 
special assignment. They fucked up bad enough that uh, Lieutenant Stone's going to give them their special assignment, which he keeps like three times before they say what it is. They make it sound like this awful punishment. <laughs> And we'll see what it is. It feels like his special assignment at this point should be your assignment is to go stand in line at the unemployment office. Yeah. Because it, you're fired. It yeah. feels weird that he can't fire them. They've sort of hinted that he kind of likes them, but they haven't given any reason why that would be the case. No. So, so yeah, it's weird that, that he still continues to have them employed. Um but St- Lieutenant Stone, in fact, says that their special assignment is distributing textbooks to students. Oh, no. That's <laughs> okay. Like, keep in mind that Lieutenant Stone has made them, like, look out for, like, carjackers and shit. Stuff that could actually get them hurt and or killed. And, well, not to say that if you're at certain high schools, that wouldn't happen. Because our system's fucked up. But, uh... Yeah. I was about to ask, is it really a thing that the police need to be involved in handing out textbooks in school? Oh, like, is that, no. is that a problem? By the way, Greg, as our uh, as our Canadian guest, that's not a thing in the, the United States, at least as far as I know, maybe in certain places. But no, you don't need the cops to hand out textbooks. Uh, in fact, you when you go to college, at least for me... You would go to a specific place to get your textbooks, but otherwise, yeah, in right. high school, you just get them it from the teacher. You. Yeah, like yeah, that's the same here. I was like, why? Why is this a thing? <laughs> it's a thing because they needed something for Balkan Skull to do, and also they needed a reason to have this next scene. Basically, as far as I mm. can tell. Uh, but yeah, so Balkan Skull are handing out uh, books to Tommy, uh, and Tommy. Okay, I don't really understand what this joke is supposed to be. Bulk says psychology and hands Tommy a book, and then Tommy gives that book to Skull? So are they just saying, like, no, that's the wrong class, or what? I don't understand what just happened. I I think they just wanted everyone to be doing business with their hands to make it, like, a more active-looking frame. (laughs) Figured the dumb babies that watch this show wouldn't think about the fact that he just... Gave the book away. I like, like maybe yeah. like Tommy has psychology class, but he's just like, well, I'm just not going to go to that one. So here you go. <laughs> <laughs> like just, just, just going to skip that. And uh, so he gets this. He walks into the weird like study area that they established last episode. Yeah, I don't care what they're calling it. This is the library. But there's not bookshelves. Like, it's just a... They're just out of frame. You can see bookshelves with, like, magazines on them in the like back. It's like a student lounge. I can't remember what they called it. But anyway... Um, it's like the learning center. But no, it's the library. It's just the area of the library with tables. Okay, fine. So, um... Tommy, uh... Okay. I like this show. It's fun and stupid. But sometimes it does this thing where it, like pretends that it's been a like saved by the bell type show all along <laughs> which definitely happens in this episode oh yes because rocky and adam who have never really even hung out together let alone like teased tommy over anything it 
This literally, this episode feels like they just transplanted a different show into it. It's real weird. Yeah, it was, it was really, it, it felt really off when they were doing that. Because, because the, they're never, the Rangers don't really raz each other. Like, that's not a thing that happens. They either raz like Bulk and Skull, or they're just like, commiserating over shit that the bad, you know, the bad guys are doing, be it Rita Zed or the Machine Empire. They don't really, like, you know, tease each other about, like, oh, you went shopping again, Kimberly, huh? Or, like, that doesn't happen. So, Rocky and Adam teasing Tommy over the fact that he has, like, a home ec class, basically, seems really out of place, uh, and they like sing the wedding march to him, like da 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 da, and and then Tanya shows up and is like, "What's up?" And uh, Rocky and Adam are like, "Oh, see, uh, Tommy it has to do a, or, or actually, I guess Tommy gives it says what happens. Yeah, I have to do a report on family care, and we have to pretend to get married for the weekend." And Tanya's like, "We," and Tommy's like, "Oh, uh, me and Catherine." And then another, I think the thing that's bothering me about this episode is it pretends that character development that never happened happened because yes. they act like, oh, yeah, you you be, uh, you got a date or pretend to be married to Catherine. That's so crazy. And it's like, what? Why? Why is that weird? They well, have like, OK, I've got two answers for you. OK, one is it, they're preschoolers, and any two people pretending to be married would get this reaction. Okay. Two, I don't know what you're talking about. Tommy's always dated the Pink Ranger. <laughs> so, so that is. Here's what's weird about this. Well, one of the things. There's plenty. Um, later, they're gonna have Tommy break up with Kimberly, which means they were still dating. And if uh-huh. they're giving him shit, why didn't they bring that up? Like, it seems like that would be a thing they would mention. <laughs> uh, like, oh, you gotta, you know, pretend to date this other girl while you're dating, you know, Kimberly or whatever. But uh-huh. also, it really does make it, like, the preschooler thing is on the nose. It seriously is just like, oh, girls. Like, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's yeah. the only thing that makes this razzing make sense. And they're teenagers. Well, they're 24, but they're supposed to be teenagers. And, like, I, I'm i trying to think back to high school. I guess there was a little of that still, but there was also, like, oh, man, you got a girlfriend. Like, good job, or that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, definitely. I, I will say, like, okay, I did not have a home ec class uh, in high school. I am given to understand they're a thing from the cartoons and TV shows I watched Right, I know up. that, like, I actually did take a home ec class, but, like... Sorry, go ahead, and I'll... I'll. I was just gonna say, like, you know, I I have never had to, like, take an egg home for the weekend and make sure it didn't crack or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I I had home ec as well. I think it was in junior high, but we learned how to sew, you know, bake. My, uh, yeah. That sort of stuff. My class was mostly cooking and, like, budgeting. Like, like, uh, here's $20 or 10 bucks or whatever, go to the store and make, and like buy stuff to make a meal with 10 bucks, like to try to teach us. 
imagine a world in which it makes any sense at all for a teacher to get up in front of a classroom of high schoolers and say, all right, I'm going to randomly assign you uh, paired couples. You're going to have to spend the entire weekend together and pretend that you're married and come back and write a report about it. You know how Bulk and Skull like occasionally say some slang that's from the fucking fifties or whatever. Uh-huh. I think this might not just in this show, but you know, in, in all those cartoons where they did an egg. Also, we never did that. The whole like take care of an egg and don't break it for a weekend thing. Maybe right. that's real, yeah. but I've never heard of anyone. Or than the fancier version of it where it's a baby doll. That's on like a timer to cry once an hour right. or something. Um, <laughs> the, I think it might be that the writers are older and yeah. like, you know, generations ago, a couple generations ago, you did have kids at like 1920. That is not a thing as much anymore. Like the, the average, true. the average age of people having kids has gone up. Um, yeah, that's true. So maybe it was just maybe like the people writing this were like, well, kids just fucking get married and have kids at like 17. Right. So yeah. But the but that doesn't work with the fact that these kids are so fucking chaste. You know what I mean? Right. Like they they clash. I think so. What's well, like? I imagine. I, I feel like my high school teachers did everything in their power to keep the boys as far away from the girls as possible. Oh yeah, like when we had sex ed, it was like girls over here, boys over here. We're teaching yeah. you different things. Yeah. See, we didn't have that, but you know, at school dances, you. You know, there was no kissing or anything like that. But thankfully, like, there weren't people, like, walking around with rulers to make sure that you were, like, 30 centimeters apart or anything. Right, yeah, no, we didn't have it to that extent. But it was very much like, I remember in, like, early high school, it was a, like, a scandal because they had, like, Model UN and a bunch of kids went, like, had to stay in a hotel overnight. And, uh, you know, some of the boys managed to, you know, the the, the, the genders managed to mix. Ah, no, yeah, dun, dun, dun. I remember going on band trips and like. Now I do think they had a lot of teen sex, so I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I was gonna say I had. I remember having band uh, practice or not band practice, but like band trips. Yeah, and like they would. Uh, one time, our like sleeping arrangements fell through, and we had to stay at like a different high school's gym, yeah. and they only had access to the gym. But they were like, they literally like put a piece of tape down the middle and were like, good girls on this side, boys on this side, like no touching. Just very, yeah. 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 So you're, you're right that they, they, that it is weird in that context that you would be like, okay, now you two hang out a lot. Yeah. Now you, I guess (laughs) one of you just lives at the other one's house for the weekend. (laughs) Mm. Um, oh, just to go back to what you're saying there, Zach, about, the ten dollar thing and buying dinner, buying yourself a meal. Yes. How much craft dinner did you buy? <laughs> no craft dinner, but powdered mashed potatoes. Uh, I do remember getting powdered excited. mashed potatoes, which uh, kind of like fake. Bu- I like fake butter flavor, like that you get <laughs> sure. it on like um, popcorn at like the movies popcorn, and stuff yeah. like yeah. that. I mean, sure. It's good. It's. I mean, it's terrible, but it's good. Yeah, but that's because you like salt. Oh yeah, no, no. I, it's cause I. It's cause I'll just eat a salt lick. Like that's why. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Zach, what? You got a problem? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I used to salt my ramen. Okay, uh, so what? God. <laughs> I used to salt my instant ramen. You just salted your salt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't anymore. 
So, okay. So anyway, um, Tommy. No wonder he doesn't like water. It just goes right out. <laughs> yeah. He, how do you even know that you don't like water? I feel like it touches your tongue and is just immediately absorbed. Uh, so anyway, um, Tommy says, oh, yeah, Catherine has stepped out. She went to go get something that's uh, to make this a little bit more realistic, quote unquote. Which already what? <laughs> Like, regardless of what she's about to bring in. There's what? nothing that makes that sentence okay, right? Like, no. Right? No. no. Okay. Like, okay, before the reveal happened, I thought she was going to come in with, like, a wedding dress. And yes, then be me like, too. Oh, oh, no. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> yeah, the thing is, like, well, anyway, we'll we'll move on. Uh, so, yeah. So, at this point, uh, she comes in and she has a baby. Now, I have some questions. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Mm. You can't bring a child. You can't just bring a baby to school. A. Well, she disagrees. So that's, that's first. First. First thing. Um. Second of all, she is going to explain that this child uh is a child that her her she babysits regularly. It's a family. She says friend. it's a family friend. Which uh, what family you uh conjured? Oh, goblin she stole this woman? baby. Like there's no. Yeah. Right. She doesn't listen. She was she was brought forth from the ether. We've seen her heritage and it's all just her. Yeah. Um she she stole this baby. Uh she brought it into school. Nobody said anything. The other thing is even if we didn't know the true secret that uh Cat doesn't have a family. Um <laughs> Tanya is supposed to be living with Cat and oh, right. and Tanya later like uses the excuse of I'm gonna. I have to go home and cook dinner tonight so that she's not hanging out with them, and that doesn't oh, yeah. make sense either with what's going on. Because she's like, don't worry yeah. about it. All right, later. I'm just gonna leave. Uh, I'll be at home. But anyway, so yeah. yes, this is supposed to be uh, for anyone. Uh, but- I feel like you you've circled around the biggest question though, which is again, go like. Oh, I've been assigned that I have to spend a bunch of time with some boy in my class to simulate being married, I guess? That's weird. Hey, I know how to make it not weird. I'll make us pretend we also have a baby. I mean, to be clear, like, there's all this shit about, like, why would your family friend let you just have their baby for three days? Which is completely insane based on the parents I know. Um this yeah, is like Greg. their eighth kid. Yeah. They don't care that yeah, much Greg, if it dies. Would you let like your teenage neighbors just have your four month old baby for three days? Like, fuck no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't. If somebody so. approached me about like, hey, can I have your baby for a weekend? I probably like either slam the door in their face or two. Like, call the police yeah, honestly, and say, somebody is trying to take my child. Yeah, I'm not letting a teenager in the same house as my baby. Honestly, I I thought you might say call police, and in my head I was ready to rebut that. But to be completely honest, like, that's such a crazy thing to ask that maybe you would want to report it to some kind of authorities. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or but- contact the school and say, uh, yeah, I don't feel comfortable with this teenager having my baby. But Luke, to go back to what you said about her trying to make it less weird by getting a baby, more than it's just weird she has this baby, uh, what the fuck does this say about Kat's psychology? Because, like, right? just, the, if you get assigned 
to like do this and your first thought is, oh, well, we should obviously have a baby for two days. Yeah, again, this baby, like you, you said you're going to call the school, Greg. The school's got nothing to do with this. Yeah, this, this is, is not part of the did. assignment. This, well, I, I think the, the, the contact in the school would be like to maybe get some sort of an intervention right. to say, uh, sure, I think sure. you're taking the assignment a bit too well, far. Cause that's, so, yeah, this is this has nothing to do with their assignment. She just picked up a baby. That's what makes this so crazy. This is all Kat's initiative. She's just like, I, well, obviously I need to go get a baby. So you like, know what it is. What? Well, again, she's not a real person. She's like a cat person that Rita made. She doesn't understand the idea of marriages that aren't involved in offspring. It's like, she's got that cat brain where oh. she's like, oh, oh, sure, we're going to couple. We're going to mate. That means we need a child to properly now, simulate now it. Yes. <laughs> she did hit on Tommy when she was first introduced, but I'm not sure, sure. if that was because... I think that was just because she was under Rita's spell. That's true. So <laughs> I don't know if, like... I w- basically, I was going to ask is, do you guys think this is the weirdest come on attempt of all time? <laughs> yes. Like, yes. like just, uh, well, we should have this baby together. <laughs> See how good of a mom I could be? <laughs> like that kind of shit. <laughs> that sounds exactly like the type of high school bullshit that, that yes. you would definitely have. Oh. Man, it, it, I did just have the thought, though. How much better would this show be if Cat had like a bunch of cat-like behavior? Like, if she was constantly licking herself and just knocking shit off of tables for no reason. I would love that, honestly. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine if the ketchup bottle, if they had been there and it was, like, on the edge. So. <laughs> then it still can't open it. She just knocks it over and the ketchup pops. So, with the context of uh, it being Cat being a little bit of a crazy person. <laughs> they, all, they all teleport to the command center. And then Cat teleports back. And then they're like, wait, where? And then she teleports back to the command center. <laughs> Looks around, goes, teleports back to the school again. <laughs> oh, God. So, with the context of it perhaps being that Cat is a nut job, uh, when everyone else runs away because they're like, oh, God, I don't want any part of this insane scheme, and Tommy also tries to leave, she goes, Where are you going, Dad? And puts on this, like, really creepy smile. As she's, like, smacking a diaper in her hand like it's a, like a club. I just don't... What did you think you would gain from this? Like, I, it's not helping you. Every step of this creative... Like, what... Mm, to be in that writer's room 20, 30 years ago. Oh, God, my alarm to wake up went off. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Um, Good morning, sunshine. So, so yeah. Anyway, he he does like a huff, and uh, he's turns back to her, and she waves a, f- a diaper at him, and then we cut up to the moon. Um, Lexi's not here, so I can say we cut to the moon. Yep, we cut to the moon, uh, mm-hmm. and <laughs> they uh, the the machine empire is like, oh, that baby gives us a gives me an idea. And King Mondo says, like, okay, well, if they hate the crying that... Oh, that's that's right. Everyone runs away not only because they don't want to help take care of the baby, but also because the baby is crying and it's irritating. Yes. Um, I will say, as someone who has been, you know, helping to raise a baby for the past four months, that cry definitely, like... I, I felt something there. I'm like, oh, God, where's the baby? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. yeah. You, it's just in you now. Yes. Yeah, I get you. Human ears are the most sensitive to the frequencies babies cry on. Is that true? Yeah, it probably evolved that way so that we would, like, take care of our babies. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. 
Yeah, that that's why like a baby crying can be like the like loudest, most like grating noise possible because your ear is more sensitive to oh, it than weird. other noises. Okay, it makes sense though. But yeah. but yeah, so Mondo says, "Oh, uh, if they hate it that much, let's make it super loud." Which, as plans go, is very funny to me. <laughs> it's just very petty. <laughs> yeah, it, it, and it's you know, it, we always go back to when Rita just wrecked Kimberly's float. But like, yes. let's just make that kids cry very irritating is yeah. pretty great in terms of plans. I'm looking forward to someone writing in to tell me that I'm wrong and stupid about that trivia I just dumped on y'all. <laughs> um, now, also, I have a, a part about this I like, which is what it, um, Mondo says, if this child's cry has such a disturbing effect, what would happen if we increased his volume? And Sprocket, Mondo's son, keep in mind, says it would get louder. And then his fucking mom goes, oh, you're so smart, Sprocket. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, one element I do love about King Mondo, you know, he's a metal man. He's a metalman. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he does not his his facial expression is completely fixed other than he can move his mouth. Right. But he does have like an angry vein in his forehead that's just like molded there. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's he's true. He's never not furious. Yeah, I do like I that. Think, do his eyebrows or is it his eyelids that move? I think his Oh, maybe, eyelids but just the idea that, yeah, yeah, like that vein never unpops because yeah. it can't because it's just part of his face. Yeah. So basically they say uh, actually it would it would be destructively loud like sonic damage. Clank suggests they send Boohoo the clown Great name for clown. Uh, sure. You know, because... Pineapple's well, over here, like, waiting for that call. Yeah, right? I, I actually was like, oh, man, they should have reused pineapple. But Yeah, but, just cut to pineapple sitting by his phone. <laughs> but we'll see what Boohoo the Clown looks like and why that wouldn't work. Uh, so... I do just love, though, that they're like, hmm, what if... Oh, this crying baby gives me an idea. What if we made it cry a lot? Oh, man, but we don't have any kind of monster that'll make that plan work. Wait a second! A clown! The thing that <laughs> makes all children... A themed monster named Boo Hoo! Yeah, the, uh, the thing that makes all children cl- cry, clowns. Um, <laughs> so we cut down to the nursery, then who the fuck knows his house? Like, yeah, whose house is I this? I don't know. I, I, it, I guess it could be Cat's. Maybe they're in the maybe neighbor's Tom's? house. If it's Cat's house, this has gotten even worse because this is a fully furnished and decorated nursery. Oh, that's you're right. That would be horrifying if that's that, oh, that yeah, was yeah. the case. Yeah, yeah, we need it to be the neighbor's house. Yeah. Cat yeah. cannot be that unhinged. Um. Also, I don't know. I don't think it's Tommy's house because I don't think we've ever seen Tommy's house. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. So yeah, we just saw that lake he hung out by. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. weird weird heaven lake. Yeah, I mean, um, if it was Tommy's house, we'd have, like, Chrono Trigger posters and stuff. Yeah, right, and also exactly. uh, things to punch everywhere. Yes. Um. So, uh, he's like, oh, man, I n- thought he'd never fall asleep. Turn this light off, leaves the room. And then, uh, so I was drinking when I was watching this episode last night, and it, the monster is not, like, horrific, but sure. in terms of this show... It sure did catch me off guard <laughs> because yeah. because it's like a triangle or a pyramid cone shaped, like an upside down ice cream shaped like clown robot. And that's fine. Sure. E- except for the fact that its top like lifts off and it has a bunch of like her- like 
um, saw blade teeth, and then the whole top like spins around. And then it lands back down, and it's just a horror movie monster. Like, yeah. holy shit, I didn't expect that part. It's real creepy. Um, but yeah, it's the design itself. It has a bunch of speakers in it, which makes sense for what they're going to make it do. Um, and yeah, it's just, it like zaps the baby, and then it leaves, I think. That's pretty much it. It just yeah. goes away. Yeah. Um. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back and talk about what the monster does. Wikipedia says, Sumo is a form of competitive full-contact wrestling, where a wrestler Rikishi. attempts to force his opponent out of a circular ring Dohyo. or into touching the ground with anything other than the soles of his feet. At Basho Intel, we got you through the bi-monthly tournaments, Basho. talk about our favorites and complain about the judges, Shimpan. almost like a real sports podcast. But we also talk about how cute Kawaii. the athletes are. Join me, Frankie, and me, Eric, on Basho and Tell. Find us at audioentropy.com. Sumo is great. They even made an anime about it. And remember, keep, keep your, your feet, feet on, on the, the ground. ground. All right, everybody, welcome back. So, uh, the next day we see Kat and Tommy coming into school, uh, like completely wiped. Uh, they're gonna go into the computer lab, and for some reason, Balk and Skull are computer lab guards <laughs> at this point. Um, they have a sign with a picture of a baby and the no symbol over it for some fucking reason. <laughs> and, I do uh, really love just how, after one night of watching this baby, Tommy and Kat are already just, like, dead. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> like, Kat is, uh, immediately regrets everything she's done here. Like all, he literally looks like Tommy. Especially looks like shell shocked. It's it's oh, very yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, we we should probably say because we've talked about it a lot. It really sucks that they wrote Cat as like a baby crazy lady. That's not okay. The thing guys. is, I don't I don't think they did outside they this did. episode. Well, no, well, I'm saying this episode. Yeah, this episode. Yes, sorry. In this episode, she is like a weird. But she's not even, she doesn't even ever say, like, I really always wanted my own kid or anything no, that's like no, that. No, she does yeah, at the I end of the episode. Oh, does she? Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. I don't so, know. Yes. It's like, like for as much as we're dunking on the character of Kat for being uh, psychotic, we probably should also... Yes, no, the, the like... Throw some shit on the people that wrote her that the, way. That stereotype sucks. It's not not good. Um, especially given that it's never really backed up by the rest of her character. Like, it's not like this is something that it's not like in another episode, like, yeah, I've always wanted a little sister and I never had, or, you know, anything like that. And then she appears with a kid. What? Uh, Sorry? You say that and then I would imagine that she would probably appear with, you know, some 
She just found Smaller, one. Yeah. yeah some younger <laughs> yeah, girls. Yes. Like, oh, I found this girl walking around. So, so, yeah, it's no good. It's a bummer. But, you know, that's what they did. So yeah. we're going to make fun of it because it's stupid. I, I do love that they have to come. They've got a computer lab now and they have to go on the Internet at the computer lab. Yes, they're there. The Balkan Skull try to stop them because they say it's a no cry zone. And Tommy's like, I gotta look something up on the internet. Hold on. I just gotta use the internet. Uh, <laughs> and he walks in there and um, they they let him in and say like, okay, but if, they, if he cries, you gotta leave. Um, and uh, we get a... Uh, Tommy is like again when I said he's like shell shocked. He's like talking to himself. He's like, <laughs> you gotta feed him and change him and feed him and change him. And it's like, boy, you lost like what a couple hours of sleep and you're a teenager. Like yeah. I get it, it sucks, but holy shit, you took this the, hard. The baby is asleep and uh, Rocky goes over to be like, hey, and Tommy's like, God, no, please. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, to be fair, that's not entirely inaccurate. No, 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 sure. <laughs> no, I get it for sure. It's, it's, I just like specifically, I remember as a teenager, like barely sleeping sometimes and not even caring. Like now, yes, super. Uh, but yeah, it's just funny. So yeah, he stops him. Tommy's like, oh God, don't do it. Uh, but it's too late because the baby is crying and it's causing an earthquake, which is. The, I, which you know it's, happens. You know, it's funny that I, I don't think I ever realized, and I should have, cause duh. But boy, they love earthquakes, cause the easiest special effect in the whole sure, world. Sure, you just shake basically. the camera around. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, Balkan Skull, uh, freak out a little bit. And then uh, I think, what do they do? Oh, they, they immediately, Tommy grabs the bottle to feed the baby, I think. I think that's uh, what I, happened. I'm trying to remember yeah. what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they get the bottle and the baby. And then um, they're like, whoa, did he normally do that? And Tommy's like, no, guess who's responsible? Uh, and then they essentially are like, okay, well, we'll split up. And uh, some of us will go to the power chamber and the rest of us will... Rocky uh, and Cat are going to take the baby somewhere to uh, have it cause less destruction, uh, which I don't know why Tommy gets out of it now, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, cut back up to the moon, uh, get some gloating, not really much to it. Uh, they say we're going to send uh, uh, Boohoo back down to make it even more. Uh, powerful, I guess, because it's only just causing minor earthquakes, which is no good. Uh, then we cut to um, uh, the power chamber, and Billy is explaining that the sonic frequency of Joey's scream was digitally captured by our satellite communications. Now, hold on a second. Does the command center <laughs> have its own satellite, or Apparently. are they tapping into other people's satellites? <laughs> I would guess they have their own. And the question becomes, A, how did they get it up there? And yes. B, why has the U.S. not shot it down? Yeah, I mean, they're they're magic, so I get that they could get it up there. But, like, the how come no one noticed? <laughs> That's yeah. A- um, but, yeah, so they captured this uh, 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 frequency, 
and they listen to it and uh, they're able to determine that um, it's bad. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> they're just, I mean, really, that's it. They're like, okay, yeah, it's been changed. It's not the same frequency anymore. I mean, and look also, at those waveforms. Yeah, just look at these charts that I have. <laughs> Billy, Billy. Billy used to be a Power Ranger, and now he makes charts, is basically the deal. Um, so they're like, okay, uh, well, how do we reverse the effects? Um, and and Tom, Billy's like, I don't know. I'll have to figure it out. Until then, just keep him out of danger. So we cut back to uh, Rocky and Kat, and then Tommy and or Tanya and Adam run out, up, and... Uh, they're like, what are we going to do? You can't keep a baby from crying for very long, which is, is there is kind of a weird thing in this episode where they're like desperately trying to stop baby, the baby from like even starting to cry. Right. Which I'm not a dad, but like, isn't that the the point of the crying is for it to tell you something's wrong? Yes. So it's like, no, we can't, you can't just not ever have a baby cry. Okay, I don't but think when it, it works cries, that way. it causes catastrophic No, I understand. I'm saying that's bad. That's not good. Like, if this, if they were being honest about, like, the force of this crying, everyone's, like, blood would have just, like, erupted out of everyone's ears the first time it cried. Yeah. yeah. I'm just glad that they managed to change the diaper before it started crying, because holy, imagine. Uh, like yeah. they managed to go that entire time with the baby not pooping or peeing in its diaper and causing it to cry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so at this point, uh, the Boohoo the Clown comes down um, and he is like, oh, let's get that baby to cry, basically. <laughs> um, Alpha realizes, oh, uh, that monster has the same frequency as Joey. And they surmise, oh, well, then we just kill him and that'll fix it. Because that's their solution to everything. <laughs> I like how many, like, there's so many curses in Power Rangers that are just solved by them killing the thing what cursed it. <laughs> well, sure. But how do they know that it's going to work that way? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it doesn't seem like, like a surefire hit. Do one time have a monster that's like... That curses the person that kills it. And you've won. Well, yeah. the thing is, too, like, I understand how it would get reversed with Rita and Zed because that's quote-unquote magic. But this is, like, technologically-based villains That's true, now. yeah. It doesn't make sense that it would just revert to its normal state after they kill the monster. Well, no, okay. If, if, I am to, if I'm gonna try to explain how this works... Is this monster like an amplifier? Well, I think kind of, yeah. I think the idea is that when it beamed at the baby, it didn't necessarily amp up the baby. Uh, it, like, created a link with it where now it's making the ultrasounds. Oh, wait, that's a thing. The the mega sounds anytime <laughs> the baby makes a sound, you know? Okay, I get it. Also, I like the term uh, amp up the baby. It's just a good yeah. couple words together. <laughs> that might be the episode title. Uh, yeah, amp up the baby. Uh, so, so then Tommy teleports uh, to go fight the monster, and why the... F okay, he teleports in, and for some fucking reason... After literally thousands of times showing teleports in Power Rangers, instead of him just, like, appearing in a flash of color, 
They have him get close to the ground, and then he turns back into a person, and, like, his arms are outstretched, and he's in, like, a crane kick position. Like, angelically lands. And he, like, flies down to the ground, and I don't know why they did that. Because it looks cool. (laughs) And they can do it now. Yeah, I guess it's just, like, slightly higher wire work budget. Well, you know why? Because now they can rely on the stock footage way more than they have been. Oh, that's true. They don't have to make as much original footage now. Yeah, that's fair. I will say one thing about this episode that I that I was really impressed with. Now, mind you, you can always tell when they do when they are in Sentai footage. Yeah. But the actual transitions for this episode were really good. I thought it's a little smoother than normal. They yeah. Even um, they got a, a like the the baby who plays Joey like looks so and not not that babies look that different, but they did like. Go to the trouble of making sure it looked similar, so that sure. even yeah. the one in the footage. Um, but yeah, and and like similar like outdoor locations, like where they are when they transform doesn't look like a place they've ever filmed before. And I think yeah. that's just so that when they transition, it look doesn't look so crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, you're right. They 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 did a good job about that. And it is um, just you know having Sentai footage back again. Really does just remind you how much better the Super Sentai people are at choreographing fight scenes the than the Power Rangers people. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, yeah. like, actually good. <laughs> yeah. So this fight scene is pretty good. Um. Oh, well, first Cat grabs the baby and takes takes him over to Alpha, who is, like, outside. Like, Alpha yeah. teleported out of the command center. Um. Uh, she gives him the baby. And then we, Didn't we Alpha get a, almost like nuke the entire city the last time they let him outside. I don't know if it was the last time, but once he definitely did almost yeah. blow just up laid everything. down on the ground and turned on his self destruct. Yeah, and then the time before that, he picked up some ladies at a Halloween party. So, <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So yeah, there's a a cog fight. It's pretty cool. Uh, I don't think there's anything, like, super worth it. Oh, the cogs have these, like, staff weapons. I don't think we've seen those before. Yeah. Um. They also open up their faces, which is, is good. Yeah, they do that to shoot these, like, laser blast things. They've yeah, done that a they couple did that times. in the second episode, I remember. That's cool. I like it. Um, Boohoo the Clown shoots sonic waves at the rangers, uh, and the cogs are able to surround alpha and then use their little staff things to like cattle prod him yeah and he turns off um and then tommy yells i won't let you take that baby no and it's very funny uh and <laughs> yeah, they take the baby <laughs> and then they take the baby man how okay you know what they should have done for this season they should have radicalized alpha and had him join the machines it's weird that that doesn't get talked about really <laughs> mm. i don't think that alpha's a robot and they're robots and yeah. alpha's basically i mean he seems to be treated well but like he's a servant <laughs> yeah uh, so would have been an interesting crisis of conscience yeah that would have been kind of cool yeah, i saw the world where they just convinced alpha to join the machine army just like, oh, okay, well, also that one time Alpha was evil, it was really funny, so yeah. I do kind of wish they had done that again. Um, so they run over to Alpha, who's been, like, powered down, and there's like, oh, man, they took Joey. And also Tommy, like, 
Tommy like does a fist punch into his palm and is like, I'll promise you I'll find that baby. And there's just something very <laughs> like, I don't know, it's something like bad Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, God. Bad Arnold Schwarzenegger movie about this that makes yeah. me laugh. I do like that when the cogs have surrounded the baby, there is one like making silly faces at it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, to make the baby not cry. Yeah. (laughs) Just because what's not going to make it uh, terrified is a silly robot man face as opposed to a serious robot man face. I mean, it depends a lot on the baby. That's true. Um, So we cut up to the moon and uh, they say um, Mondo sends Clank down to make the monster grow. Uh, And then we cut over to the command center and everybody's very sad that they lost the baby. Yeah. Uh, Alpha, I mean, because they did have... Also, not their baby. Not that it would be less terrible either way, but, like, you just... You you borrowed someone's child, and then you got them kidnapped by monsters, and also you didn't need to borrow the child for your assignment. You just right. decided to do that. Yeah. So... Also, yeah, good which one on means, you there, Which Kat. makes it so that when Alpha's like, oh god, I let them take him, and Kat says there was nothing anyone could have done. Yeah, <laughs> I can think of a couple things you could have done mm. differently, actually. <laughs> but I love, like, going back to kind of what you were talking about, where they just act like this is saved by the bell or something. They don't really make that much hay out of how hard it is to take care of this baby. Like, there's that one bit of dialogue, but then it's like... Like, there's no scene here where, like, Cat gets a phone call from the baby's parents wanting to know how it's doing. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. They could have done a montage, too. Yeah. Like it it oh, would have been, like, maybe fun. ten seconds. Right. Like, like maybe, like, trying to feed the baby and changing it and Yeah, or, like, during this bath. next fight, the baby could have been doing some, like, baby's day out stuff where it's just <laughs> crawling around this oil fact, field or whatever this is. There was a baby montage when Balkan Skull took care of a baby for a little while, and it was bad, but at least there was something. Yeah. <laughs> also, I love baby's day out. It's so good. Um, <laughs> Wait, now, the cartoon or the, the live action film? The movie that's basically just fucking Home Alone again, but, but different. But with a baby. But with mm. a baby. Well, you know, that baby almost dies like a hundred times, and it's, it's weird that they did that, but it's yeah. funny that... <laughs> So, um, uh, let's see. They're like, uh, Billy, can you communicate? Or can you communicate? Can you lock on to the baby? Can you, can you locate the baby? Uh, and he's like, well, not until, uh, not until he cries. And then Tommy says the phrase, come on, Billy, or, uh, Joey, which is the baby's name. I don't know if we mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not time to be a good boy. <laughs> it's just like, what? Oh, you want him to cry. Okay, that's just a weird phrasing, but fine. Uh-huh. Um, now, also, uh, they decide uh, Boohoo the Clown and uh, Clank decide to make the baby cry on purpose uh, in order to get the rangers to come to them to spring their devious trap, um, which is con- convenient because it took them about 10 seconds from, no, I don't know how to locate him, to... There he is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's pretty much exactly how it went. Yeah. <laughs> so they teleport to this. Uh, I don't know what this is. Yeah, Let's, it's just some kind of industrial complex. Generic. It almost looks like a refinery. Yeah. This is like, like where they fought the Paludicorn. 
Yes, yeah. It also looks like the same place where they got their coins destroyed in Alien Rangers. I think it's where they fought Scorpina. Yeah. They they listen, they only have so many places to film. Sure. Uh, so Boohoo the Clown is like, Oh boy, you've shown up. Uh we we're gonna kill you now. <laughs> um and they go ahead and uh, send some cogs at him again. Uh, Tommy takes off to save the baby while the rest of the Rangers fight the cogs. Uh, it's another pretty good cog fight. Um, I will say that there's a part of this where Tommy like goes through like six of them real fast and yeah. he throws one of them off a fucking railing, and I know they're robots and all, but it's still just, like, some of the shit the Power Rangers do is very brutal <laughs> when you think about it for too long. Um, then he uses... Does he use a grappling hook? Yes. He How does he use a grappling hook? He just grabs some cable that's hanging down. Yeah. Oh, okay. I misunderstood that as, like, a... um. Okay, you're right. Yes, my bad. I thought he, like, had a thing I missed. Um, So he... He also, like, he uses this cable to swing past a bunch of cogs towards the baby, but then when he lands, he takes the time to turn around and tell the cogs they suck before he continues running (laughs) towards the baby, which is very good. Um, they finally get, he finally gets up there, and then, uh, the, he gets blasted down by Boohoo, he is hanging off the side of this thing, and all the other rangers, there's this weird shot where the rangers are still supposed to be fighting the cogs, but everyone goes into, like, a wrestling rest hold and stops fighting while they, like, shout at Tommy, like, you can do it, which I guess the do it is just, like, pull yourself up, which is hard for me, but he's a superhero, so you'd think it would be pretty easy. Right. Um, <laughs> gets back up there, finally gets to uh, uh, the baby. Pulls out a bottle. He's like, what's wrong? Are you thirsty? Here's a bottle. Oh, dang, it's empty. What am I going to do now? The baby is at no point indicated it's actually thirsty. No, and also, like, the baby isn't crying until Tommy gets to it, and then it starts crying. (laughs) Weirdly, when you uh, confront a small child with, like, a faceless mask with a creepy molded mouth on it, they don't like it very much. Yelling in their face about how thirsty they are. (laughs) Do you want this bottle? Take the bottle, take it. (laughs) I don't care if there's nothing in it, just take it. (laughs) So, um, uh, Tommy calls Zordon, uh, and I don't think Zordon answers, does he? No. No. He no. just co- says, like, Zordon, we could use some help, and nothing <laughs> and ever like, oh, comes of that. You. I think I like Zordon. how he runs off and then remembers he left the baby. Yes, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he calls Zordon, and Zordon doesn't do anything, I guess. <laughs> just yeah, in what the bath. Yeah. Um, well, he probably cares even less about the baby than he does about the Power Rangers. <laughs> sure. Um,. Oh, wait, no, something does happen, which is yeah. that this, I forgot. I'm sorry, I forgot. So, uh, after Tommy literally runs away and leaves the baby, uh, the, the stroller, like, starts falling off of a side. Yeah. Tommy jumps off, catches it, and then there's no baby in there. Which and it's isn't because... how gravity works. Eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> <Power Rangers. laughs> but then they, uh, 
Yeah, Billy has him in the in the power changer chamber. So I guess when he called him, they teleported the baby out. Uh, well, which I suppose is, if he changed the diaper, it would be the power changer changer at that point. <laughs> yep, they have. Oh mm. God, gross! Great. <laughs> uh, you didn't like that one, huh, Luke? No, bad. Mm. Anyway. Okay, all right. Uh, so um, at this point, they do go ahead. Also. It's just kind of weird because, like, there's this whole fight going on, but Boohoo and Clank are just, like, chilling in the corner on top of a building, not doing anything. Right. Um, And they still don't even do anything. They call in their weird fighters, which the Power Rangers pull out their laser pistols and just shoot them to death, which, boy, those fighters must not be very good. Either that or amazing laser pistols. (laughs) Cause yeah, because I know their- if the American army were able to shoot down planes with their assault rifles, <laughs> yeah. they'd be pretty damn effective. I mean, you're right, but also part of me does appreciate that the Machine Empire doesn't just... It's not just, oh, here's a monster that you fight. It's like, no, no, they'll call in, like, jets to back it up and shit. I don't yeah, know, I, I like that. I like that, too, because yeah, they have so good. much stuff. I'm glad they don't do, like, one at a time. Yeah. Um, They get zapped with the Boohoo's, like... Be or uh, like sonic attack again, but then Tommy pulls out his Zeo sword with no like fanfare. Or, I mean, there's a cool little animation, but normally when they get new stuff, it's like Tommy, this is the power sword, like it's kind of just out of nowhere, which is fine. Yeah, um, I like this. It's a rapier, basically. It's got like a hilt guard, like a basket hilt guard thing. Yeah, no, with, it looks cool. With oh, the yeah. yeah, with the sword or with the the Zero Ranger Reds like star symbol on it. Yeah. Um I'm trying to remember what all the other weapons are, because it's been a long time. I think the yellow is like nunchucks. Yeah, the yellow's nunchucks. Um I think green is sort of like two hand axes or something. Oh, that's Maybe. cool. I'm sure we'll get um, to see them, but yeah. Is yeah. this one? Like they, oh, it's probably turbo where they all like merge into a weird little car or something. If it's a car, it's probably yeah. turbo. Yeah. Oh, um, Cat has a shield. All right, I do remember that. Cat okay. has a shield. Yes, that's true. I knew that part. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Uh, so, yeah, at this point, uh, he like, instead of using it as a sword, uh, he like twirls it. And then it shoots a big energy ball at Boohoo, and Boohoo's like, "Oh shit!" And then he gets he gets larged. Enlarged. Okay, there was one thing that I did notice because you see him get hit with the blast, and then almost immediately after, you see him again, and he's fine. He's like, "Oh, you missed me!" And but then they make the monster grow as if he was hit with the blast. Oh yeah, well you know. Consistency's hard. Mm. <laughs> uh, they summon the uh, Zeo Megazord. Yeah. Uh, and there is a Megazord fight. I'm it's still to... messing me up because for decades, I've been like, man, it's weird how the Zeo Megazord, two of the Zords are just feet. And like we solved like what they actually are supposed to be. And it's like, wow. I mean, whole life. that said, they still are in a foot shape. And sure, don't, but like... like they still like they're they're supposed to look like a thing that makes yeah. a little bit of sense now in a it, way that it never has to me in my entire life. It honestly, makes it weirder that they're just blue though. Like yeah. if they are supposed to be a thing, then how come they don't have their own color like the rest of this? They stuff have, like does? stripes of the color. Yeah. yeah. 
not too much though. But yes, you're right. I I that totally blew my mind. They still just look like feet unless you really get in there. But yes, yeah. you're right. I'm really not looking forward to when they get their next Megazord this season where all the Zords it's are just such a downgrade. Shapes. Yeah. We're just shapes now. Yeah. It's it's I mean it's like um I don't know. I don't I've never liked when the Zords the individual Zords are people shaped. Like I don't like the Alien Ranger Zords either for that same reason. Uh-huh. Um but but those are like people shaped, but also super awkward. So there, it's even like worse. The star one looks so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah. Um. So yeah, they reflect some laser blasts with their Zeo Megazord saber, and then they don't do murder that clown. Um, thank As they want to do. Yes, thank you for getting rid of the clown. Um. And then uh, the Machine Empire is very sad, and that they oh Clank and uh, Sprocket insult each other for a little while. Then we cut to the um, um, so we cut back to the what did they call it again, Luke? What's the actual name of this space? The what the library? The learning center. The learning center or something. Yeah. The reason I bring that up is because what is behind them in this shot is very strange. Because it's a display of a bunch of speakers, like different type of speakers. And you can see like a phonograph in in the middle between all the rangers and like an old boombox and like some newer speakers. And at the top of it, it says incredible talking machines. (laughs) And I don't know what the fuck this room is for all over again. Okay. (laughs) Now, hold on a second. Can you give me any explanation for that wall that makes any sense other than they're in the far-flung future and, like, this is ancient (laughs) technology that's been lost? I mean, if it was a museum, but, like... It's not. It's a school. I don't know. Remember, this is the same school that asked the question, what are question marks for? Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I don't know. It's real weird to me. I don't know why they're there. It's not... I need to keep this in mind and look to see if this wall literally ever appears again. Because if it doesn't, that makes this even weirder to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So they're they're all all the Rangers are saying goodbye to Joey, even though they fucking skipped out on 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 any responsibility for it. Now they're all like, "Oh, we love you." Later. Um. So they ask uh, Tommy and Cat what they're going to do next, and they both in unison say, "Sleep!" <laughs> it almost killed us. Like just, <laughs> it's very it's silly. But again, like, they didn't show it almost killing them. No, there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that thing with Tommy was funny, but it was, like, 20 seconds. And then yeah. they didn't really reference it again. Um, so, then a man walks over that we've, we've never seen before, and I almost guarantee we'll never see again, uh, who I guess is their teacher. Uh, and he says, I, I didn't get a chance to tell you how much... I appreciated your project, and the use of the baby was brilliant. And the sentence, the use of the baby was brilliant, is very weird, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and they both get A's. Uh, his name is Mr. Toggle, I guess, which is a fun name. It almost, hmm. I don't know. That's a very, like, 
it almost seems like it's tied into the naming scheme for the machine empire, but uh, yeah. I can't imagine that it was intentional. I mean, it- it very well could have been. Yeah, who knows? Man, okay, what if, like, five episodes from now, it's like, oh my god, Mr. Toggle was a machine all along. That'd be great. It's not gonna happen. There's no, no. way they do something that cool. So, no, if not. he ever gets turned on, are they toggling the switch? Yeah, they're toggle. Oh, gross. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> You're saying that Mr. Toggle can be... Dominant or submissive, depending on the needs of his partner. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. Thank yeah. you. Uh, yeah, it's not an on-off switch. It's a... Uh, it, yeah. Okay. So, um, he says, I trust you've t- discovered taking care of a family isn't as easy as it looks. Um, and, uh, yes, you're right. Then Kat says, I look forward to having kids. And Mr. Toggle is like, great, I got twins. You can babysit them. <laughs> <laughs> and I... Th- think that this whole project was a trap set by Mr. Toggle to, uh, see who can watch this kid's the best. Yeah, he's just trying to find a babysitter? Yeah, that's the only reason he had this project, because he wanted to find babysitters but for his kids. But taking care of kids wasn't part of the assignment. It was a very convoluted trap. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, some kid in this class is going to be a lunatic who goes way too far. Yeah. And kidnaps a child for a few days. And, and that's the person do. I want watching my kid. <laughs> but yes, uh, he has twins. He said, She says, sure, I'd love to. And Tommy is like, oh man, this is He's so like, funny. Yeah, good luck with that. You know what he says? Like, Oh, that's great, Cat. Practice makes perfect. And he's got this shit-eating grin on his face. And then Mr. Toggle's like, um, I meant both of you. And then Tommy, Tommy's face just falls, and I like it. Like, it's, Tommy, you're allowed to say no to things. You understand that, right? Apparently not. Mm. Uh, but yes, it's he just goes like, no problem. And you can see his soul die just a little bit. And it's <laughs> very funny to me. Uh, yeah, that's, and that's the episode. I mean, it's, it's a fun little filler. It, the, the way they treat, I don't love the way that Cat just become, comes like a weird baby obsessed person for, yeah, but, it's but bad. again, the dialogue she have does, doesn't support that, which makes it no. even weirder. No. Like yeah. she just goes and gets a baby. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but it, it's fun. It's stupid and silly in, in the ways that you want from a single, a one-off episode. Um, it's pretty disposable, though. I don't think anything really important happens other than... No, no aside from Tommy's sword, I mean, there, yeah. yeah. There's really not much going on here, which I think, uh, I, I actually think is kind of interesting because, like, season three and... Uh, at least the second half of season three and Alien Rangers were really plot heavy. Yeah. And yeah. the last two of this has been kind of, or actually, I guess even like the last three have been really episodic. So it seems yeah. like they're they're kind of backing off that a little bit. And it's there not- is something to this though that like, like I have been uh, rewatching a little bit of Adventure Time for the first time in a long time, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like that show is twelve minutes long. And they are so, like, economical with their storytelling. It's like, here's a whole five-act story where we introduce multiple high-concept ideas in a single episode, and it all flows and makes perfect sense. And then I watch an episode of Power Rangers that's twice as long, 
and it's just meandering and nothing happens and there's no sense of like plot at all. Well, because six minutes is devoted to like not this. I mean, again, I like watching the fights and I liked the Megasword fights when I was a kid and occasionally there'll be a good one in this. But like six to eight minutes of it is just like they only have really 10 minutes to tell the plot, basically. And that they I mean, they don't do great with that either. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, Adventure Time has action scenes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I I mean, yes, I I don't think anyone's going to fight you, Luke, that this show could possibly have been better written and tightened up a little bit. No, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, every now and then I watch something else that really puts into stark relief just how flabby and badly made this show is. Yeah. No, I mean, you're right. I think um, it's kind of nice to have the the single episodes back. I do hope we get some more, sure. like, uh, you know, plot stuff. But uh, for for the purposes of this show, which is just the dumbest thing possible, it's nice to have the uh, this stuff back. Though nothing it's is a as good stupid. change of pace. Though yes, though nothing is as stupid as the fucking time travel plot in Alien Rangers, and I don't Ugh. think anything ever will be. So mm, that's a bold claim. <laughs> <laughs> they are going to get baked into a pizza one day. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's and that happen. will get brought up at least a couple of times after it happens. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's the episode. Um, I have questions, but I'm not going to do them because we are uh, really low on people this week. And also s- some of the questions we have reference specific members of the podcast that aren't here. <laughs> So we're going to hold on to those for one more week. I know I keep saying we're going to do them, but we will. I got a bunch. Um, if you have some that you'd like us to answer, please send them to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter. Teenagers with Attitude is our uh, Facebook group. Or Teens with Tude at gmail.com is our email address. Um, and you can send us any kind of question. It doesn't have to be about Power Rangers. Uh, so do that. We will answer them as soon as we can. Uh, does anybody have anything they want to plug this week? Uh, eh, why, why bother? <laughs> Luke! Well, audio entropy is always good. Yes, um, yeah, I just imagine, go there. Did, it's all there. Yeah, click on that donate button. I'll say, I guess if we're looking in terms of new things, uh, not new per se, but if you, we have the BakaCast, which is a, an anime podcast hosted by people. Uh, but <laughs> as a, as a side project to that, uh... <laughs> We're doing JoJo's Bizarre Rewatch, which oh, cool. we're just we're just covering the new season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's oh, not neat. actually a rewatch; it's more of a watch. But we rewatched some of it a few years ago, so it's a continuation of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I get it. I got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you want to hear people talk about Vento Oreo, come there every other week, and we'll do that for you. I uh, continue to be uh, fascinated from afar by JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I Uh don't uh think I can get past the art style, but I love everything I hear about it other than looking at it, which is not not its fault, really. That's more of a me thing. But I, Uh I think it is... I know that it's not just me. They just look weird, Luke. I don't like it. It it takes a little bit to get used to the art style. (laughs) I... I think if you watched a few episodes, you'd get over that, though. The thing is, I, I started it, and it starts with a dog oh. dying, and then well, I yeah. stopped. <laughs> you gotta know that Dio Brando's a bad, bad man. Yeah, and oh. then I was like, well, this isn't what I signed on for. And here, I was <laughs> just thinking I should really check, check this out. He, he dies yeah. off screen. 
That's true. Uh, fair enough. And I did watch John Wick all the way through, so I'm just being a picky jerk. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, but see, I watched that episode of Futurama with the dog, and now I can never watch it again. Like, I it is told very, myself I never that is, would. That is a very sad episode. It's very yeah. good, though. Um, uh, dog death. So, check out AudioHP.com and uh, check out all our other stuff. Check Ooh. out... Oh, yes? I, what had you... I'm not... Because I think it's going on the weekend that this episode comes out, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I'll double oh, check is, and get Gre- uh, I'll it? get Eric to cut this if I'm wrong. But I think that the episode, the week this goes up, uh, we're gonna be doing our um, our oh god, what's it called? Oh my god, extra life. Our extra life uh, marathon. God, that is way too close. Yeah, what's it's? Uh, do you remember the channel, Luke, off the top of your head? Uh, b- b- no. Okay, shit. <laughs> well, I think um, check out the Audio Entropy uh, Twitter, and we'll have links to it, uh, or the the Facebook group. Also, we'll have it up there. But we'll be doing a marathon uh, starting the day this goes up, and then going through Sunday. Um, yeah. And I've we're been posting be- some tweets about it as well. So. Yeah. I'm going to play all of Metal Gear Solid 2, the best we're, game ever made. We're going to be- play a bunch of video games. I I'm going to play Overwatch. I will be in, in the mountains because I planned poorly, but I'm going to try to Skype in from my phone and talk to Lexi while she does stuff. So that'll be fun and exciting. Um, I think uh, Mike is going to try to host some um, Jackbox stuff, which he hasn't yeah. done in a while. Uh, so yeah, check that out, and it'll be a fun time, uh, and help raise money for kids in hospitals. Which like, who? who come on, they need it. <laughs> help us out. So do that, and uh, until next time, for teenagers with attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Luke. I've been Greg. And may the power protect you always. Now I'm gonna go have some crafting. Crap.